and welcome to Starter Set. My name is Sylvester, this is... Sam Bradley. And welcome to the show that takes you deeper into the pages of... Beowulf. Age of Heroes. Doodle down to Thank you, Mr. Baseman Sam. Alright, so ladies and gents, um, this is the penultimate episode before we actually get into doing some Ooh. playing of this game. Game. Trey Excitemente. That's not French. No. <laughs> Don't think that's anything. Um, and we are going to be doing some character creation today with Sam. He's going to be building his hero that's going to be taking us through the adventure, basically. Lovely. Which is exciting. Now, we've pre-rolled Sam's... Because no one needs to hear this. Was it like... Six times. And yeah, three, exactly. Four, five, three. I'd take the three. Okay, is that 12? No, idiot, it's eight. So we pre rolled his ability uh, stats and all that sort of Not stuff. Badly, I should say. No, you did very well. Pretty well. Um, I got one real dump. It's stat, not even but... a doozy. It's not even that bad. Yeah. It's not, he's got no negatives, which is uh, annoying. Not going to lie. I think I rolled like a six, pretty much. At least one each yes, round. Yes, you did. Um, all right, <clears> so look. Interesting thing about Beowulf Age of Heroes and the way that obviously we've got this one class, this hero class, it means that we actually have a huge amount of customizability, customizability, mm -hmm. like it, um, to be able to build our hero, right? Yeah. So, in the way that back in the day you'd use your background and your class and you'd be set to certain skills and you'd Feats be set to, yeah, else. exactly, that's sort of gone. So let's talk about some things. So number one, to make sure that you're pretty hardy, your hit points at first level mm -hmm. are actually different to your hit point die. Oh. So you start out a bit beefier, which is quite nice. Kind of like fresh out. Yes. Green around the gills, but a bit chubby. Ready yeah. to take a hit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So at the moment, as you begin the game, Sam, you're going to begin with your hit points at first level at 10 plus your constitution modifier. Where's hit points? Uh, you're up here, mate. Got there it. you go. Plus my... Constitution modifier, which okay. I believe so is... Two, 12. Yep. So there you go. And then overall, uh, you have a D8 hit dice, right? So that's every level after this, you'll get a D8. Um, Love it. So there you go. So you're starting out <laughs> slightly differently anyway. You're always you're proficient in all armor and shields. Good. Useful. Yep. You're proficient in simple weapons, improvised weapons, and martial weapons. I do like a good improvised weapon. Yeah, very much so. Tools, none. Uh, uh, that's class-based. When you get your background in, that's when you start to get some of these bits Yeah, of okay, that's cool. Um, now, the reason, and obviously I've said like this is this is as flexible as it is, is because ultimately your heroic destiny is part of... It's part of your character. It's not even like, a, oh, you've been drawn to being a hero. Mm -hmm. You're already there. You can hear your weird. Things are going on. Mm -hmm. you, you're, you're smarter than the average bear, Reminders basically. of that weird... Uh, that weird is Twilight Clamor Funeral Oathbound, Ooh. Uh, which is that uh, poem or snippet of the poem of the thing of you know life. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> the thing of thing life. Thing of life coming this summer. So your saving throws, you get to choose. So you choose one from Dexterity, Constitution, or Wisdom. Mm-hmm. Ooh, one from Dex, Constitution, or Wisdom. So mm -hmm. not one each, just one of those. One of those. Hang on. You'll need those. <laughs> Being able to see is fun. Reading helpful, very much so. 
Dexterity, what was it? Uh, Dex, Constitution, or Wisdom. You know, right, for those fans out there of the English office, in season two, the evaluation where Brent has got Keith and he's going, not at all, to some extent, very much so, don't know. And he keeps going, don't know. He goes, right, if don't know wasn't there, what would you put? Very much so. Do you remember the question? No. It's not the vibe you're getting, is it? Dex. Constitution or wisdom? Yes. One of those. Okay. Sorry, I didn't know there'd be a fucking test. There is a test. I'm going to go... Just gut feeling it. Come on. Dex. Oh, no. No, no, no. no. Wisdom. Because I'm fucking low on wisdom anyway. Excellent. Good shout. And then you get to choose another from strength, intelligence or charisma. 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 Strength. I'm pretty charismatic. Lovely stuff. And then choose three skills from the skill list. Okay. And there you go. Okay. All right. So you just you can just choose any that you want. Okay. Perception, um, obviously. Always useful. Persuasion. And then while Sam's doing this, mm. um, oh. I'm going to go a little bit into the abilities of the hero class. Right. So how this all all works. Um, so first level you basically go straight into your subclass piece. Now, Sam's chosen that. We'll go into what that looks like in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but that obviously gives you an ability, usually at first level, third, uh, 7th, 10th, 14th, and 18th. So it, it does, in the same way when you have your subclasses in usual D&D classes, mm-hmm. they obviously influence it a little bit. Because of the amount of levels that are invested in here, and when you get your changes these heroes become more specialized, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So your hero class is affected much more by your subclass. Okay. I've gone for Arcana, Perception, and Stealth. Interesting. I feel like it's a bit of an even spread. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd like to know magic when I see it. Very good. To know if I need to go and do extra homework to cut this thing's head off. Sounds like a good idea. Um, so first up, you get your Heroic Tail, which is your subclass. Then we go on to Fighting Style, which... Uh, you guys all know as a standard element, right? You've mm-hmm. got your uh, dual wielding, great weapon, and protection and things like that. There are, however, two additional ones that we haven't seen in D&D as part of this. Doth enlighten me, oh great I will one. do. So, number one's called Shield Strong, okay. which is when you're equipped with a spear in one hand <laughs> and a shield in the other, mm-hmm. you get an additional one bonus to AC. Love it. Uh, and the other one is something called hammer-handed, which is when you take the attack action and have at least one hand free, mm-hmm. you can make an unarmed or improvised weapon strike as a bonus action. Oh, I like that. So that kind of allows you to do a, like, like a little bit of monk flavouring. Hit him with a glass and mm. then stab him in the neck. Sure. Yep. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, you also, at second level, get something called Mighty Metal, uh, which basically allows you to... Grant yourself temporary hit points. Oh, okay. So you spend like one a, of... you rouse yourself. Yeah, you spend okay. one of your hit dice yep. in battle as bonus action. So it allows you to be... I've said like this class is obviously there to be hardy because it is the one thing that's fighting. So yeah. you can basically give yourself a boost of temporary hit points. Yeah. You can't do it all the time because obviously... That would be insane. Well, you've, you've got your limitation of the amount of hit dice that you've got. Mm-hmm. But because temporary hit points don't stack... Right, I see. You know what I mean? Yep. So there's that element. 
Um, you've got your standard ability improvements or feat selections uh, coming in at 4th, 6th, 8th, 12th and 16th which is I think one more than usual but that's always useful. Get your extra attack at 5th, Indomitable which we've seen in uh, the... I think it's Fighter has that element. Mm -hmm. A new ability called Counter-Attack which... Papa. Yeah, it's exactly that. If an attack that goes to attack you misses you can use your reaction to make a weapon attack against that creature. Nice. Um, relentless. We've seen that. Which is a bit of a reflection, yeah. Uh, so when you drop to zero hit points, you don't die outright. You make a DC 10 con save. Oh, if it's you like succeed. the orc thing, isn't it? Half orcs have that. Yeah, they have their thing where they stand back up. Yeah, and yeah, you can yeah. do it once. Um, but this allows you to basically do it again and again and again. Mm -hmm. However, the DC is increased it by five right, each right, time. Right. So... First time you go down, DC 10, you come back with 1. Mm -hmm. Next time you go down, DC 15, you come back with 1, 20. Oh, so it obviously becomes harder and harder. Yeah, but if you get to that point, what the fuck are you doing wrong? Yeah, like exactly. Like when Principal Skinner's hitting home and he's just covered in springs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very much so. Uh, 17th level, we have Ferocious Onslaught, which basically means that you can use a bonus action and spend inspiration to make a powerful attack with a melee weapon. If it hits, your weapon shatters, destroying oh. the weapon, but does do an extra buttload of damage. So uh, 2d8 plus another d8 for each gift nice. your weapon has. Um, and it's classed as an automatic crit. Right, so, okay. so, that is well worth so it. So you're yeah. definitely going to hit, you know what I mean? This is mm -hmm. like, I've got a last, I've just got to get this done. Yeah. Last swing. Yes, I'll break my weapon, but... Yeah. Things can nice swing. Nice part of the story, isn't it? And when the final strike of his axe had shattered in the future, they did. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, Funeral oath bound. Done. Exactly. And this is the point: is these are things that are set up to give you those dramatic mm -hmm. uh, moments, storytelling moments. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, twentieth level, um, which I think. Does it suffer from 20th level syndrome? Here's how to go back in time and make... Yeah, it does a little shakes. bit. It yeah. does a bit. Um, it allows you to use a bonus action to nominate a creature and it loses its undefeatable condition. So, um, it's pretty good then. It's not like an auto win. It's no. It's just but, a playing with a stabilizer. I mean, typically, it does say um, if your hit points are equal to or above one quarter of your maximum hit points. So... And then you reduce it down to your quarter of your hit points. Yeah, right. right? Okay. So you yeah, do yeah. take a big hit point sacrifice to yeah. do this. Hmm. But for me, that I and this is again personal choice. I feel like that takes a little bit of the flavour away. But if it's a yeah, because it's something you want to do on the way in, isn't it? Yeah. That's okay. how we kill that. Oh, but I read so many books, my arm fell off. Exactly. So so it's <laughs> difficult to. Unless, I mean, I suppose that's a, an element of trusting in your player mm. to to do that narrative for you. Yeah. To say, right, when the battle kicks off yeah. and we're going, I'm going to do, like, do the description and mm. then go, so I'm going to use my heroes. But it's kind do. of like the end of 300 and he takes all the hits, so then the other guy can just come in and that's where your followers come in. It's like, yeah. I'm going to tell you everything you hit. No, 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 no. Oh, down you go. Like Maximus at the end of Gladiator. Sorry if you haven't seen that already. And then everyone else jumps in, not like that film, and takes down the big bad. Yes, that's... And yeah. it, at level 20, it's probably going to be a pretty big bad. Well, you'd hope so. And um, P-B-B-E-G. Yeah, and uh, the other thing is, I don't think I've ever... I've never played a game where everyone's level 20 anyway, so... How, how far did you get in Tarthage? You got all right. Uh, about 11, something like that. Yeah, 10, yeah. 11. That's because in the first one shot, it was like... 
You're all level five now. Well, you, you were just handing levels out like nobody's business because we thought it was a one shot. So it's just like, yeah, yes, we don't did. Worry about this. Yeah. <laughs> Session two, level eight. Um. So then we can move on to the subclass that you've chosen. Now yes. there are a few subclasses, so I'm going to go through like the list mm -hmm. and kind of just give a flavour of what each one of them looks like. Mm -hmm. uh, they're kind of aligned to each of the statistic basically there's yeah, six so subclasses have... so you've got your strength you've got your dex you've got your uh, your brawler you've got your intelligence we've got a bench thing. breaker that's the first one yeah so this is this is your um big solid um i take hits i give hits kind bruiser of yeah you bruiser bruise. tank exactly exactly next up we have the one that you've chosen sam swift blessed yeah so this is your sort of ranger rogue kind yeah, of yeah 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 rangery rogue i think more rogue than ranger but Yes, yeah. it does a lot of a lot of elements where it's sort of um, dodging, Ooh, yeah, evasion, evasiony, yeah, um, and there's some nice stuff quick where, hands. yeah, you've got a lot of quick hands-based things, and then eventually it gets to a position where you can grant the defeated condition if your ranged attack mm -hmm. reduces a quarter of a enemy's hit points. Like that. So if you do do a big one, you can take that out, which is always mm -hmm. nice. Um, next up, we have Ox Spirited. Yep. So this is like the the beefy one. So yeah. you know how our other one was strength. This mm -hmm. one is all about like being beefy, but in a way that helps your crew. Yeah. Okay. Which is that one? Then we have um, kind the of like the Riddle Reaver. Yes. So this this is this is kind of it's intelligence based. So it's, mm -hmm. but it's looking at your planning. This yeah, is tactics. all about the planning. It's tactics. It's, it's yeah. thinking about your fight rather than. Mm -hmm. doing your fight in the same way like there's two battles that go on here yeah, yeah, yeah. The battle of the thought and then the rest of it um, we then get something called the council caller right press one if you want us to take your couch away <laughs> press two 35 pounds um, oh in it yeah it is it's oh. quite a lot to take a couch away but whatever uh, so these these this is a fighter who I would say it's probably a more monkey yeah, more Sorry, to the... As in monk-like. Not as in, yeah, <laughs> not as in monkey-like. Yeah. Um, but it feels more aligned to the old world, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah, call the councils, maybe. Yeah, um, and like... Unite mead halls, gather peoples. It's a lot of, like, insight-based stuff. So, yeah. foresight, having... Mm -hmm. um, which I don't think, uh, you know, Christian God... Mm. I mean, there's definitely examples where he has done this, mm. given foresight. So, maybe I'm talking absolute crap. Pretty it, into prophecies. Yeah, it, I mean, it feels like this. This is your your prophet sort of vibe, right? Mm -hmm. So, so I know what's coming. I'm trying to find out things and all that sort of stuff. Right. Next up, your 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 bard. Your, yeah. Yeah. Talk my way out of my problems. The honey tongued. Yeah, it, it does what it says on the tin. Um, this is just about basically talking your way into and out of situations. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's, I'm not going to go into Sam's character's abilities because uh, I will obviously discover those. Reveal we, them in the fullness of rhyme. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Drop a beat as we go through, as we go through the game. Mm -hmm. um, but there's some really good mechanics that I think we can talk about. Yeah. Um, that get associated with how this character works and everything. Mm -hmm. So you've got your stats, your skills. We need to figure out your background, actually, Sam. Oh, I like that. Thing. Let's do that. You want to do that? What page are we going to, Ed? I believe it is page... Oh, God, so much pressure. We can edit this out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. 
Okay, cool. Page. So it's page 36. Ooh. The other element that we oh, have as well, which is quite interesting, is each hero has something called a quirk. Mm -hmm. So before you get into your background, actually, let's do this one. So your quirk is basically like a, 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 a bit of RNG, a random okay. positive thing. Um, it's on a D12, and you'll basically get something out the back of this. So, so do I... Um, roll a D12 roll for forward. me, please, uh, there, Samuel. Okay, one second. Got one. Lovely stuff. And this is this is basically to make your hero ultimately completely individual. Two. Uh, so Ooh, I'm determined. I have advantage on saving throws against being stunned. I feel like that would be pretty useful the way I intend to play this. Excellent. Very useful. Where should I put this on the character? Uh, just pop it in the in the features yeah, yeah, and yeah. traits. Yeah, yeah, good one. Excuse me. Now. While Sam figures out his background and looks through the options that we have, the other thing that I think is good to talk about as well is alignment. Because Ooh, yeah. obviously in D&D, alignment can be a little bit of... Um, oh, not a sore point. Well, no, it, it can be a sore point, I think, because it's used to dictate potentially not bad behaviours, but... It's either used when it needs to be used and then forgotten when it when it gets in the way, if that makes sense. Mm. So you have a point where it's going like, this is what my character would do because they're lawful good. Or, Can I randomise these? Uh, the, Can I just roll for them? Because I'm going to be here all day trying to pick them. I the feet, well just the, roll for the them. flaws and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, those I tend... Personally, with flaws and all those things, I tend to choose those ones that I want. Yeah, but I will never choose them. I just Fair enough. Too There's much too many things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go so, for it. And I'll just, I'll just bend my character around that. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah. D8. No worries. Um, Two. I agree each day there's a new chance because I remember I was given a chance to start again. Oh, I like oh, that. That's nice. I like that. So uh, grateful for the day. The yes, the alignment piece they do away with here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, a hero is neutral as a standard. The way that the alignment changes mm -hmm. is before each session, dependent on how the previous session went. Mm -hmm. You'll basically, Sam, you'll go. I feel more aligned to either the new god or the old ways. Mm. Now, this is where stuff gets interesting in terms of when you roll with advantage. We've talked about this a little bit already. Yeah. Whenever Sam rolls with advantage, if he feels aligned to the old ways, and he said that at the beginning of the session, and he chooses the old ways dice, no matter what... Sorry, I'll take this back, actually. If Sam... When Sam rolls advantage, he'll be obviously rolling two dice, and he basically assigns one dice to be a representation of the old ways and another dice to be a representation of the new god so the christian faith and if before the session sam says i am aligned to the old ways today or i feel that based mm -hmm. upon the previous things i'm aligned that way if he if he chooses the dice which could be the worst result he gains inspiration so if he chooses the dice that he's said is the old ways dice he'll gain inspiration. And we've seen that that has impact upon the hero, uh, the hero class's abilities, ultimately. 
So that's quite an interesting way of actually just coming into um, into each game and thinking about it. With that and also your weird together, mm-hmm. it means you've got a character who is looking out for elements that are present within the world, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So you might respond differently if you're thinking, um, all right, I've, I've turned up today and I'm feeling, based upon my last session, I feel more aligned to yeah. the new gods. And you come across, I don't know, a, a, a priest who's having a crisis of faith. Yeah. If you were potentially you chose the old faith, Mm-hmm. You might say, do you know what? Feeling a bit earthy today. Yeah, a bit coarse. Ba- Hello, priest. Probably abandon that. The old ways are better. In a, in you know, in a certain way, or burn the chapel. Not burn in, it. Maybe not in a, in a, in a as a black and white thing. It might be more convincing. Say, I feel more uh, presence mm. and more connection with the earth and the sky rather than the preordained. Yes element that's been given to me by God that I have to figure out myself. Do you want to hear my background? Can I hear your background, please? I am very grateful for the day. Mm. Greet it as if each day was a new chance to start again. Uh, For my ideal, I'm very patient. Oh, yeah. Willing to wait and watch rather than just jump straight in. Is this based on you? Which is accountants. (laughs) It's the tone, really. Tone that sticks in me. Is it? The bond. I want to become famous so I can share my story and perhaps be recognised. There we go. There it is. <laughs> and then for my floor, um, I consider myself unknowable. All I have is a mask that I wear to others and there's nothing underneath. This is a little bit like therapy. So you have chosen the adrift background then, if that's the case, if we're seeing those. Yes, I have. Excellent. So what have you also got as proficiencies? You've got insight and perception. Mm-hmm. You've already chosen perception. Do you want to switch that out to something else? Maybe, yeah. Can I mark insight on the skills? Yeah, yeah, because that's part of it. And I can switch that out, can't I, for something else. So I'll leave that ticked, and then... Um, what do you want, Sam, when you go into the skill shop? I think I want acrobatics. All right, go for mm. it. Yeah. And then you've got a tool proficiency with any tools of your choice. That's Ooh. huge, so we'll, we'll yeah. figure out those, I think, in a different point. Mm-hmm. Um, off the air. Um, some really weird starting equipment, actually. Yeah. It's just all... It's all ambiguity. Mm-hmm. But this is quite an interesting piece. And again, this is um, mechanics that influence storytelling. Yes. Which is your feature familiar faces. Mm-hmm. So once per adventure, mm-hmm. and in Beowulf, um, an adventure is very much set, is a set cycle, which um, yeah. yeah, we'll talk about in a moment, I think it's probably a good idea. Um, you can basically recognize mm-hmm. a person in front of you who you don't know that you've met before. It's almost like you've lost your memory or yeah. you've, you've, you know, you sit there and somebody goes like, hello, and you're like, hang on. I've heard somebody say hello to me in that exact way before, yeah. looking at me like Hello! That. Yeah, and then that's triggered a, a memory response and all that sort of thing. Yeah. So it allows you to, again, anchor yourself within the story that you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. I'm always a big fan of that. You know I am. So we're looking at an adrift hero who is also a... What's it called? Swift. Swift runner? Swift rider? Swift something. Swift... The ranger class. Yes. The ranger Rogy rangery. Okay. Excellent. So what I'm then as a GM Swift thinking... Swift blessed. Swift blessed. Thank you. 
So now I'm going to approach this from a point of uh, GMing and looking at this mm -hmm. is going, okay, I know where Sam has his strengths and his weaknesses. Oh. My followers that Bloody I want to It's going to be all memory him, stuff, isn't it? Well, exactly. I'm, I need to... To give you the best opportunity to experience most areas of the adventure, mm -hmm. I've got to look at creating uh, followers that will allow you to be able to access those areas. People who, who can remember things. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe um, write stuff down. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, and if we were playing this game as it's done in the book, because I'm already going off piece by doing this, mm -hmm. Sam usually chooses how his followers respond. So he would build his actual first, I think it's three followers yes. that you get straight out the gate, or yes. two. Um, so you would obviously then go, right, where, where are my weaknesses and my strengths? What do I need to like shore up, basically, by yeah. doing that? Yeah. Um, the other thing that we spoke about earlier, which isn't necessarily character-based, mm -hmm. it's story-based, mm. um, and setting based actually there's two things I want to talk about setting based and obviously part of building a character is you are going to be chucking on weapons and armour mm -hmm. um, and elements that we see on that the really fun thing in Beowulf mm -hmm. is they've gone a little bit more in depth with their weapons and armour yes they have so you've got some really interesting old school um, arms and armaments for example if you put a hat on a helmet on mm -hmm. you get plus one to your AC nice so the only other element that we've had in D&D previously, where you get a bonus to your AC for chucking on some armour, mm. is... Magic armour and shit. Yes, magic armour, but also your shield. You right. chuck a shield on, it's yeah. plus two to your AC. Yeah, yeah. Um, being able to just pick up a helmet, put it on, mm -hmm. plus what, that's a, that's a nice little example of Head something. injuries are a day ruiner. Exactly, that they, <laughs> that they are. Um, so that's good, and we start to see those. That also represents how valuable, I think metals are within the world at that moment in time yes yeah, so they're given that value on you if you have it oh my god you have it yes right. and remember when we were talking about how you almost wear your value and you wear your Norman um, of bling exactly Norman of bling <laughs> I've got to make that character for one of your followers um, so it does that piece uh, there's some um, really fun uh, time specific things like throwing axes uh, love like, that shit uh, which are called Frankias, I think, or something like that, which is obviously... Like a, like a tomahawk. It's, a, it's of... a French based throwing axe. Yeah. Um, which is what, you know, they obviously called the French Franks back mm -hmm. in the day. Uh, and there's a lot of elements in there. I didn't know that. Which, there you go. Uh, there's a lot of elements in there which kind of make it more exciting to choose different weaponry. Right. Rather than just go, what's the damage dice? It's this. Yeah. Okay. Plus five, he gets stabbed. Yeah, exactly. Right. There's javelins where if you're throwing them against a shielded mm. person, they stick through the shield because they were designed to do that yeah. and make the shield unwieldy so they drop yeah. their shield. Nice. Exciting things along those lines. So you can tactically approach battles in a different way. Mm. Again, probably set up to then deal with our monsters and villains who have things like the undefeatable condition yeah um so you know the defeatable condition might be i will carry on fighting while i have my shield yeah as soon as i lose my shield i'm like i got yeah. nope rot rot yeah no Head injury time can, it's everywhere no leave, leave leave me alone the other element that i want to talk to you about as well is the um adventure story i guess or, okay. or, or setting and okay. how that works so Beowulf is kind of uh, created in a way that is very like cyclical. It, it, it runs mm -hmm. in cycles. And usually that starts by you setting sail, mm -hmm. 
going off and going through a journey on the ocean, arriving at a place, finding out what the current local monster is or problem is, mm -hmm. dealing with that, getting the rewards, going home, resting, and then you cycle back Get up to the top again. of that. And then yeah. you just go through those things. Nice. Uh, sounds like a good way to do things, and I'm not going to like, like that's, yeah. that's pretty standard D&D &D realistically. <laughs> However... But again, as I've said, I want to make sure that as we introduce different sections within our first Let's Play, mm -hmm. we won't be starting like that. So we're going to be starting course, slightly yeah. differently. But yeah. that is technically the way to do it. So when we say once per adventure, basically the whole part of our first Let's Play that we do with this, this sort of first season, mm -hmm. I guess, yeah. will be that where you can use that familiar faces feature. Right, nice. Um, excellent. Last thing, I suppose, Samuel. Yes. Uh, we need to name your character, don't we? Ooh. There is a big old um, Anglo-Saxon name rolly thing in the back of the book, which is always nice because I'm pretty bad at making up names. I'm bad for like ripping off Spanish and Latin and stuff. Yeah, sure. Or just being like Jeremy, the the, the man Gerald who has, aliens who has <laughs> yeah four legs. Uh, Where is this glossary? It's somewhere. Sir? Hang on. Gotta cut this bit. Oh, shit. Uh, it is page 246, Sam. 246? Yes. Coming in hot. Here we go. And the nice thing is, is you can actually choose the... Uh, Ooh. Your starting vowel. Not starting vowel, your starting letter. So if you're like, I'm a, I'm a T kind of person, you just... You can go to your T's and roll. Okay, so do I get a... Four name and a surname? Uh, I have no idea. Let's find out. Okay. Did not use surnames. Oh, right. Okay. Mm. Well, I'm going to go for... E. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, a D20. So you got a, yeah. a much larger choice yeah. of names. Go on, then. Off you go. That is a 16. Oh. Eared wolf. I like that. That's really cool. Yeah. Excellent. So, ladies and gents, thank you for joining us for Sam's character creation episode. Thank you very much. Um, I hope that this has given you a little bit of an insight into also the hero class, and you'll see more of those abilities and features come out as we play, undoubtedly. Mm -hmm. uh, next week, we are kicking off. We're going. We're playing. That we are, hey, very much so. Let's play. Cause it, cause it's a let's play. Okay. <laughs> it's the tone again. Perfect. <laughs> Lovely. We will see you next week. So, blah, 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 blah. thank you so much for uh, listening. We will see you next week, and goodbye. Good eared wolf. I think you mean good sir. That's the book close. Goodbye. <laughs>